Christ our source. He's our source. We've been singing about Christ and freedom in him and, and the blessing in him and who he is. And um, today we want to speak on the theme, Christ our source. Philippians chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. Right, 13 is that great motivational verse that we all say at the right time. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. So here the Apostle Paul is writing to the church, and writing to us today, and encouraging us with these words. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Through Christ who gives me strength. So I I just love the syntax of these verses, and it reminds us here. Paul says, I've learned the secret. I've learned the secret. Life has taught me the secret, is what he's saying. He said, life has taught me the secret. The journey that I am in has taught me the secret. And the journey, whether high times or low times, whether famine or abundance, I've learned in this life the secret is that in Christ I can do all things. That Christ is our source. Father, we we thank you, Lord, for the teaching of your word. I pray that it would land in our hearts. I pray, Lord God, that your word today would encourage us, would bring us direction, that it would be a compass for us in this life journey, that it would be a lamp unto our feet and a light into our path. Oh, Lord, I pray that it would lead us and speak to us and encourage us. I pray that our Sunday would change our Monday. I pray in Jesus' name. And the church says, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Christ, our source. When we look at these verses, we're reminded that in every season of life, we'll have high times and we'll have low times. And the Apostle Paul was letting us know that he knows, he knows what it is to have need and he knows what it is to have plenty. And he says, but I've learned the secret in every season. I've learned it through the circumstances of life that my success, the Apostle Paul is saying, that my success would come because of my union with Christ. And that's why he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's letting us know and reminding us that that our source, our source is Christ. That because of our union with Christ, we can do all things through him. That gives us the strength that we need. When we say we can do all things through Christ, we're saying because of our intimate relationship with Jesus. Maybe you're here today and, and you, you, you haven't found that yet. Maybe you know religion. Maybe you know church. Maybe you know church culture. Maybe you know doctrine, but you haven't found the relationship. Doctrine alone is not enough to enjoy the source of who Christ is. Church culture is not enough. Knowing a historical Jesus is not enough. Knowing religiosity or or, or knowing what it is to obey laws is not enough. It is a relationship with Jesus that allows us to draw from this well that gives source and gives blessing to each and every one of us. 
And he says, I can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And I know that many of us use that verse as a motivational verse. You know, we're, we're, we're running a few laps and we're like, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You know, I, I've been there, uh, you know, uh, but it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It's not a, a motivational verse uh, to help us in our time. It's a reminder to us that regardless of the season we are in life, the season we are in life, we have a, a connection, a union um, with Christ that from him flows everything that we need for strength, everything that we need for success in life. The Apostle Paul was reminding us that he'd been through some high times and so low, some low times, and this is what he has learned. This is the secret, that he can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In every season of life, there's ups and there's downs. Most of us know that. Maybe this is a hard season for somebody today. Maybe you're going through a hard season today in this time in your life. You know, most of us know what it is to go through financial hard seasons most of us know what that is. Uh, we, we've been through them. I'm sure many of you here have been through them. All of us know what it is to mourn, to mourn the loss of, of, of people that we, 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 we love, loss. We mourn maybe jobs that we have lost or circumstances in which we are in. We, we, we know that high seasons and, 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 and low seasons in life. We all know what it is to battle depression and anxiety and fear and insecurity. We, we all know what that is. We all know what it is to go through trials of, of, of different times. We know what that is. And, but the Apostle Paul is reminding us here today that regardless of the season that we are, it's our union with Christ that will give us all that we need for life and success. I remind you that the presence of hardship does not mean the absence of God. On the contrary, even in the time of hardship, we know that God is there. Hardships do remind us that we are fragile, right? That we are fragile. That It reminds us that we are finite and God is uh, infinite. It, it reminds us that we have limits, but God is, is limited. In our hardships, we're reminded that we have to battle and we have to wait on God. But we are reminded also that because of our union with Jesus, there comes a source of strength and life for each and every one of us. So I love these verses, for they have encouraged me in life in ministry for our family that says, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. Uh, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And the church says, I want to encourage you today, regardless of where you are, in life, if you have an intimate relationship with Jesus, uh, you will never lack all that you need to maintain yourself in his will, in his will, in your circumstance. Uh, because when it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, uh, like I said, that's just, it's, it's not a uh, good luck verse for us. No, it's a reminder to us that in his will, he will always give us every resource we need to maintain in his will, in his way. He will give us every strength uh, that we need. He'll give us all the wisdom that, we'll, that we need to stay in his will and in his way for our lives. Sometimes we find ourselves uh, 
helpless or we find ourselves weak or vulnerable or without strength, and it's because we've tried to do it on our own. We've tried to handle it with our own gifting. We've tried to handle it with our own understanding, with our own wisdom, and that has taken us to an empty well where there's no longer strength and there's no longer hope and there's no longer expectation, and we figure out, well, why are we here? Well, we're there because we've tried to do it on our own, with what we have to offer, and it's taking us to an empty well. But when we recognize his will and his way, regardless of how hard it may be, he says, I'm going to give you all that you need so that you can have life and success, for I am the source of life for the believer. And that is a promise that comes because of our union with Christ. And the church says, Amen. Three things I want to share with you this morning that we can uh, pick out of these verses. The first one is, there is hope in Christ. There is hope in Christ. Paul was saying uh, our circumstance is not a hopeless circumstance. Uh, because of our relationship with Christ, there is hope. Paul was saying, hey, out of the experience of life, I know what it is high times and I know what the low times are. And in every season, I've seen hope. I've had hope. I've known that Christ is still with me. You remember the experience that he had when he was in prison with Silas? He had been whipped and chained and imprisoned, and it may have seemed hopeless to those around him. The next day, he would face charges. It looked like a hopeless situation, but from the deep uh, pit of despair, worship and praise came from that place, and God sent an earthquake that not only liberated Paul, but also the jailer as well, and from a place of hope, Hopelessness, we found hope. God did what he would do in the life of Paul in that circumstance. What seemed hopeless, he learned that there's always hope, that God would deliver. There is hope in Christ. Today there are many that feel a sense of hopelessness, unsure of tomorrow, sickness. Many uh, feel a sense of hopelessness. I don't know what, what's going to happen with me. And when we function in hopelessness, we give space for anxiety. We give space for discouragement. We give space for depression. We give space for isolation. We give space for despair. Why? Because our focus is that there's no hope. So we give space for these other things. But when, when we are reminded what the scripture says, that in high times and low times, I can trust the Lord for in him there is hope that all our strength would come from him that we can grab all that we need in a time that may seem like hopelessness and lift up worship unto the Lord and wait for the Lord to also send an earthquake that will loosen our chains and show us his will in a season what may seem like hopelessness show us his will and his way that draws us to a place of hope and it needs to come um, through a time of understanding that he is in charge. Uh, some, some may ask, well, well, how can I tap into this sense of, of, of hope, this, this source that says, how can I get there? Well, we can get there by knowing his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We, we get hope by looking at his word. 
Uh, there are so many scriptures that remind us that God uh, is there for us, that he will never leave us, that he will never forsake us. There's wisdom in him. There's strength in him. So God's word, we find the hope that we need in God's word. I want to encourage you to cultivate a, a, a relationship with reading scripture and, and coming into studying scripture and allowing the word of God to speak to your life for it will give you direction in a time that may seem where there is no hope. God's word gives us hope. We also find hope in prayer. First uh, of John 5.14 tells us this is the confidence that we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Prayer will remind us that we can find hope in prayer. Uh, we can present ourselves before the Lord with confidence. I love that Hebrews chapter 4 tells us with confidence, just the way that we are. No one perfect can present themselves. Only us as broken vessels can present ourselves before the Lord with confidence and say, Lord, I need you. And right there and right then, there is grace and mercy for the opportune moment. It happens through prayer. And we could also find hope in fellowship as we gather as the church people. Uh, the Bible reminds us that two are, are better than one, for when one falls, the other one can help him up. In fact, the Bible says, pity, uh, I pity the man that has no one to help him up. Uh, but I remind you today that in the midst of fellowship, my story can encourage you, and your story can encourage me, and we find hope in the midst of fellowship. And the church says, Amen. so Christ is our source we're reminded that there's no condition in which a child of God is hopeless. Christ is our, our, our hope. He will never forsake us. I will always be with you, he says. We do not mourn like others mourn because we have a blessed hope. There is no uh, condition in which the people of God find themselves hopeless. Maybe you're battling with a sense of hopelessness today. I want to encourage you, reach for Christ. In him there is hope. Reach for Christ. Romans chapter 12, verse 12 says, be joyful in hope. Uh, I want to encourage you and remind you here today that Christ is our source. Maybe your circumstance in life, you may be at one of those low times, or maybe you may be at one of those high times. In the midst of your season, whether it be famine or whether it be uh, abundance, the secret to the life of the believer is that our union with Christ gives us all that we need for life and success. And that comes to understanding that we have hope in Christ. I want to tell you that you who are here today who may be battling uh, in circumstances at your home, there's, there's, there's hope for your family in Christ. There's hope for your children. They are not lost. There's hope for your grandchildren. There's hope for what God wants to do in you and through you. No, I want to let you know that there's no believer that finds himself or herself in a hopeless situation. No, our union with Christ brings us to a place where uh, there is a source that brings hope and expectation and victory to every life of the believer. Perhaps you're here today and you're battling. I want to let you know that there's hope for you. And the church says, Amen. number two, uh, because of our relationship with Christ, Christ our source, there's hope in Christ. Number two, there is strength in Christ. 
In every season of life, Jesus will strengthen us for the task at hand. In plenty or in need, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. I love the word strength here. The word strength in this verse in, in uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 9, uh, uh, 13, it, it is uh, used only nine other times in the New Testament. And every time you find this word, strength, it is tied together with Christ. It is tied together with Christ. It has to do with perseverance, the word strength in the Greek language here. It has to do with endurance. And it has to do with your union with Christ. So every time you find this particular Greek word in the New Testament nine times, you'll see that every time it's connected to Jesus. When Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, he says, I thank him who has given I thank him who has given me strength. Christ Jesus, our Lord, it's the same word here. It's tied to Christ Jesus. He says, every time I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus, our Lord, because he judged me faithful and appointed me to his service. Also, when Paul writes to Timothy in chapter, in the second book of Timothy, chapter 2, verse 1, he tells him, then you, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Here he's letting us know that this word strength has everything to do with our connection with Christ. Has everything to do with our connection with Jesus. And the word here has to do with endurance. It has to do with perseverance. It has to do with this idea that you can, you can do it, you can overcome, you can finish the race because of your connection with Jesus. You don't have to give up. Uh, he is a source of strength that would enable you to finish the race, race and do it well. Why? Because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. This word strength is connected to endurance. Uh, Paul writes from experience as an old man. He remembers that the Lord gave him the strength to finish the race. And he writes, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've kept the faith. Uh, I was able to endure, he says, because of our connection with Jesus. Our strength comes from our relationship with Jesus. It is coming to know who he is that has given us the strength that we need to move forward. I want to remind you here today that you can win, that you can persevere, that you can endure, that there is victory for your marriage, there is victory for your home, for your ministry. Why? Because of your union with Christ. You have the strength to do it, and you can, and God will give you the victory. I want to remind you, this strength comes from what? From our knowledge and our understanding of who he is as God, who he is. When we know who he is, when we know that he is sovereign, that God knows the past, the present, and the future, that he's sovereign, that he sees what you see and he sees what you don't see. That he's above all things and yet in all things. That his sovereignty rules over all times and over all circumstances. And he knows what's best for us today and what's best for us tomorrow. From that source, we find the strength that we need for success. It's our union with Christ that gives us the strength. And we, when we come to understand that, that he is with us, 
we find strength in that, in who he is. He is not an idol with hands that cannot touch or eyes that cannot see. No, no, we've come to understand his sovereignty rules over the earth and rules over our lives. And if he has allowed this time of famine or this time of abundance, in there I will find the strength that we need to have the life that he has called us to have. When we understand that he is unchanging, that he is faithful, that he is immutable, our strength comes from the reality that our lives are in good hands. Right? Our strength comes from this reality. This is not uh, some type of just genie with a wish list. Our strength comes from the reality that God is faithful, that God is good, that he is unchanging. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we place our faith not in an idol, but in the sovereign, un, uh, the sovereign, faithful, unchanging God. And from there, we find the strength that we need for life and success. When we come to know who he is, that he's all-powerful, that nothing is impossible for him, that we can trust the works of his mighty hand. There we find the strength that we need to trust him and say, our lives are in your hands. Come hell or come high water, high times or low times, famine or abundance, I know that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength because like him, there is no other. We get our strength from this reality that God is faithful and he will not let us down. And we can step out in faith believing him and there we'll always find success. So we can endure. I want to encourage you here today. Uh, don't give up. Because of your relationship with Christ, you've been infused with strength so that you can endure you don't give up. Don't give up on what God wants to do in your life. Don't give up on what God wants to do in your family, in your ministry. No, there is enough in Christ to give you the strength that you need to sustain you in every season of your life. He is the source of strength. And I want to encourage you this morning not to give up, but receive the strength that you need for life and success. I love that uh, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. You and I, we can. We can. The Lord has given us all that we need. That's why the psalmist said, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. In other words, uh, I may be vulnerable and I may not do it, but I'm not going to put my faith in myself. I'm going to put my faith in the Lord who is my portion forever. And from there comes the strength that we need for life and success. And the church says, I want to encourage you here today. Christ is our source. Because of our union with Christ, uh, the Lord uh, has given us hope in all seasons of life, strength in all seasons of life. And the third thing he has given us is victory. There is victory in Christ. 
I love that the apostle says, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in every and every circumstance, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or what. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. In other words, the victory is always mine. The victory is always yours in every season of life. It is our connection with Christ that gives us this victory. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to tell you today that if you have a union with Christ, if you have a personal relationship with Jesus, you have a reason to celebrate. You have a reason to celebrate because of your relationship with Jesus. We are a victorious people. Because of, a, because of our relationship with Jesus, uh, we are victorious people. He is the source of our victory. Today I want to remind you, because of your relationship with Jesus, you have victory over sin and condemnation. Paul writes, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You want to talk about victory? Victory over uh, sin and over condemnation because of our relationship with Christ. Uh, Pastor George said it today when he took the part, maybe you are far Maybe you've been battling. I want to let you know he wants to remind you, the Lord wants to remind you today that your sins have been forgiven. There is victory in Christ Jesus. Um, there is victory in him. Um, your past sins have been forgiven. Your present sins are being forgiven. And your future sins also have been paid for already in Christ Jesus we have victory over sin and condemnation. So I want to encourage you today to remember that in Christ there is victory. So you don't have to walk around saying, woe is me. Look at what I've done. Look at how I've lived. Your relationship with Christ, your union with Christ gives you victory. And it gives you victory over sin and condemnation. Oh, what a blessing uh, to know that, that he has wiped away all her sins and thrown them to the sea of forgetfulness. I love that the Bible also tells us not only do we have sin, not only do we have victory over sin and condemnation, but we do have victory over hardships. The Bible says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Julio reminded us of this on Tuesday. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. We have victory over hardships because of Jesus. He said, I have overcome the world. The, world uh, the word overcome here in Greek implies victory. Jesus saying, I, I have victory over the world. In the world, we will have to deal with hardships of many kind, yes. Financial hardships, sickness, anxiety, the suffering of loss. Yeah, we all have to deal with that. But this world is not our heaven we will have hardships in this world. We will have lament in this world. We will have suffering in this world. This is a blemished world. Sin has made a way for a flawed world. But Jesus has overcome the world. And he tells us, take heart. I have overcome the world. Be encouraged is what take heart means. Animate in Spanish. Uh, be encouraged. I have, I have overcome the world. In other words, we are not subject uh, to the depravity of this world. But I want to encourage you and let you know that Jesus says, 
I have overcome this world. The sickness of this world will pass on. The sin of this world will pass on. The tribulation of this world, um, the sickness of this world will not pass on, nor will the sin, nor will tribulation. It will not pass on. Why? Because Jesus has overcome the world. So these things will not pass on with us. I want to encourage you today and be reminded that because of our connection with Jesus, our union with Jesus, we have victory. We also have victory over death. We have victory over sin and condemnation. We have victory over hardship, and we have victory over death. Death has been swallowed up in victory, is what Paul writes. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful to know that this is not our last stop? Um, uh, eternity awaits us along with Christ. We have victory over death. We wait for our Savior. We wait for our Deliverer. We wait for the Lord. We are a victorious people, and we have victory even over death. As we celebrate this Christmas season, Advent, Advent is a wonderful time to remember that Jesus came 2,000 years ago, incarnation. He wrapped himself up in flesh, and he became the greatest gift that humanity ever saw. And we celebrate the incarnation, and we celebrate Jesus, and we celebrate the manger and all that God is doing. But remember, as we celebrate Christmas, and we celebrate Advent, and we celebrate this time, it's only a foreshadowing that one day, Jesus will come again. It's a foreshadowing to us to remember that he said the way that he descend, ascended, he will descend again one day and the trumpet will sound and the church will be lifted up and we'll find ourselves in the clouds forever. That's why the church is a victorious church. That's why you and I are victorious people because of our union with Christ. As I close our teaching today, Jesus Christ is our source. He is our source. It, it, it's our union with Christ that allows us to navigate every season of life, whether it's high seasons of abundance and well-being and, and direction, or it's low seasons of famine and waiting on God and asking the Lord for wisdom and waiting on miracles, and waiting on God to answer. It's our connection, it's our union with God, our relationship with God that helps us navigate those times. And the Apostle Paul tells us that the secret, as he navigated through life, he learned that it was in Christ where he found all that he needed for life. Today I reminded you of three things. I reminded you that in Christ, there's hope. As you navigate through life, I want to tell you, we are not a hopeless people. Mm -mm. We have hope. The Lord will always deliver us. He will always lead us. He will always help us. Even like the Apostle Paul who found himself chained in a hopeless situation, God met him there. Maybe you find yourself in a hopeless situation and you feel like, Man, this is too hard. It's your union with Christ that allows you the opportunity to see God deliver you. 
and he will do it in a way where you say, you will say, this was God. It's our union with Christ that allows this. Not only hope, but strength. Sometimes, man, life is hard. Sometimes we get into this routine of life, of, of work and family and church and ministry, and, and we get into this routine, and, and day goes, day comes, day goes, and we're like, man, it's, it's tiresome. And then we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. We're trying to be as, as religious or as righteous as we could be. And, and we're, just, we're just trying to manage it. And we find ourselves in a dry pit. Because we're doing it ourselves. But because of our union with Christ, he says, whether high times or low times, I'm going to give you the strength that you need so that you can do all things that you need to do and that will come through your union with Christ it has to do with perseverance endurance so that you and I can get to an old age and we can say just like the apostle Paul said I fought the good fight I finished the race I kept the, race, uh, the faith now all there is in store for me is a crown of righteousness he was able to endure hardship persecution uh, being imprisoned why? Because his union with Christ, he found strength. Not only that, we win because of our union with Christ. We win. We have victory in every aspect of our lives. You have victory. I have victory. Victory over sin and condemnation. Victory over trials and hardship. Victory even over death. We win because of our union with Jesus. I want to tell you today that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And the church says, Amen. As I close our teaching this morning, I'm going to invite you to stand. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, ah, I, I, I need to get closer to God. I need to get closer to Christ. I, I'm trying to do it on our own. And that's why I guess at times I feel, man, this is hopeless. Or I'm I can't do this. I'm too tired. Or, man, I, I feel like I'm losing. It's because you're doing it on your own. I want to encourage you to enter into a union with Christ. Not religious. You know, one time I was in Puerto Rico, and this girl, my, I was walking with my mom, and this, my mom saw this girl, and my mom told her, hey, mira, fulana. And the girl said, hi, Nelly. And she went up to her, and she said, me and mommy said, I haven't seen you in church. And this is what the girl told my mom. Ay, Nelly, yo no sirvo para ser pentecostal. She said, oh, Nelly, I'm, I can't be Pentecostal. She, she missed it. She, she missed it. She thought that her union with Christ had to do with rules and regulations, with laws, with doctrine, uh, um, dogmas. She missed it. She, she didn't understand it. No, none of us are good like that. It's our union with Christ that makes the difference. Maybe you're here today and you're like, I'm battling, I'm struggling. You're doing it on your own. Christ is the source of strength for us. And the church says, if you're here today and you would like prayer to apply the teaching to your life as we sing this next song, the altar is open. 
would love to pray for you. And if you are far from Jesus, today is the day of salvation. If you need to be reconciled, today is the day of salvation. Don't leave the way that you came. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this sermon. We pray it blesses and encourages your life.